Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Pastor Jim. You know, there's, there's such a, a work of the Spirit taking place. You know, there's, there's so much that we're hearing right now, but I know that it resonates on the inside. Who's experiencing that yes on the inside? That's just such a yes, it's a now word for now. Amen. And a lot of the words that we hear, we have heard, hear, we have heard before, but God is breathing on them now. Amen. And Holy Ghost is saying, yes. I was sharing with um, Mary and Mark earlier that I, that, that, that I, I heard uh, the Lord say that there is going to be a generation without a predecessor. Yeah? <laughs> and, and so that's a witness to that. We haven't, we haven't discussed that between ourselves. It's a witness. There is going to be a generation without a predecessor. Hallelujah. Amen. So why do you hear that witness? You're hearing that amen. There is. There is. You know, that there will be a generation that actually run together. Every generation will be together. Amen. It won't be a passing on of the baton, so to speak, but it will. But we'll be running together. Amen. Generations. Hallelujah. I believe we're entering into that. I've, I've, got, I've just got a sense of just, you know, no one knows the times and the seasons, but there's something that we're hearing that over and over again. It's exciting times. Why don't you just nudge someone next to you and say, this is exciting times that we're living in. And, and you know, you hear that word, for such a time as this. What has this all been about? For such a time as this, as now. Hallelujah. The now. You know, the first time that uh, the first series that I ever spoke about in the church was that every member is a minister. Every member is a first. When we were up there in the senior citizens, it was the first first thing I ever uh, subject ever preached on. And um, hallelujah. You know, we all have a part to play. And I just so appreciate the parts that we've all played. You know, we all have a part to play. Not one part is more important than another yeah and I just want to celebrate everybody here that what you've what you've the part that you have played is so significant because we can't do it without each other we are one body with many many parts amen we are the body of Christ and he is raising us up in this hour and part of it that I love is it's just not by might or by power, but it's by his spirit. And as we just lean in to what he's doing, as we lean into those prophetic words, as, as, as we allow them to do the work that they're sent to do in us, then, then we are ready for anything and equal to anything through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? Glory to God. I wanted to just share from, from Ephesians 2 verse 10 a little bit this morning. Hallelujah. I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. It says, For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking the paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. For we are his own handiwork. Just think of that for a moment. 
that God made us individually and corporately his own personal project. Hallelujah. God's handiwork that he put his hand to us and he shaped us and he framed us and equipped us to be a part of fulfilling the plan that he has for our lives and for the life of our families, our nation and the nations for a time such as this. For we are his own handiwork. Wow, you know, if you think about it, turn to someone and say, you are the handiwork of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What was that work? He recreated us, born anew in Christ Jesus. That's, that's his part. He recreated us. We're born anew in Christ Jesus. It states what his past is, but what is ours? That we might do. Someone say do. See, he does his part, we do our part. That we might do those good things which God predestined or planned beforehand for us to walk in. And it's not just that we're done. Amen. There's a foundation be laid, but he's on that do, that we might do what he has planned for us to do. What he has equipped us for, for this time, for the now. That we not live in the past. We take that foundation, we build on that foundation, but God, what is it that you want us to do right now? There's a plan. And and he's calling us to actually work with him in this time, in this hour. You know, as as Pastor Jim said, we see the darkness is covered, gross darkness is beginning to cover the earth. But the Lord says, hey, arise and shine. Arise and shine, church, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Amen? Upon you. Turn to someone and say, upon you. Hallelujah. Notice this, he's prepared those works, but it's our joy and our privilege to walk in them. He prepared the good life, not the struggle life, not the life of hardship or tragedy. tragedy. He prepared a good life. Turn to someone and say, that's good news. Hallelujah. Amidst all of it, the good life. Amen. The good life is waiting for our faith to arrive, church. There's so many things that we are hearing that can be tragic right now. There are. There are things that are happening around us. Yeah? But but the good life is is waiting for faith to arrive, our obedience to arrive. Amen? Before time was measured, he prepared those paths for us. Hallelujah. It's time to get excited about what God's doing right now. Now, the word here in this scripture, and I stick to my notes for the sake of time, but the word paths in this, in this scripture is plural because his plan is not so fragile that if you get off, there is not another path to get you back on track. Isn't that awesome? Not just one path that if you get off and you fail, there's, there's no redemption, but paths like on an expressway, you know, when you get off track, you, you take the wrong exit, but there's always another way to get back on. Amen. So I'm going to skip through now and I'm just going to skip through these notes here that I've got. But uh, 25 years, 25 years, we looked um, what was the biblical meaning of of 25 years. The number 25 symbolizes grace upon grace. 
It's composed of 20, meaning redemption, and five, grace or multiplied grace. Grace multiplied. You know, the Levites were required to be 25 years old before they could begin their service in the temple. We've entered into a wonderful season. Amen? Before they begin. So there's this new beginnings. There's this sense of new beginnings. There's foundations built, but there's this sense of new beginnings. And when I look at that word, I'm just going to repeat it again. Number 25 symbolizes grace upon grace. Oh, hallelujah. It's composed of 20, meaning redemption, and five, grace, and grace multiplied. You know, there's a word that the Holy Spirit gave me, and I know many of you know it and have heard me say it again and again and again. Why do you say it again? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. Hearing, hearing by what God is speaking to you. What is he breathing on? Amen? A couple of weeks ago, he said to me, and I shared here, that, that he wants you to take ownership. He wants us to take ownership of this word. And this word is that you have entered into a season of my redemptive grace at an accelerated pace. And, and, and you can imagine I, I was absolutely astounded because I had absolutely no idea of the meaning of 25 biblically, which is... Grace upon grace. 20 meaning redemption. Hallelujah. Grace upon grace upon grace. Accelerated grace. We have entered into a season of God's redemptive grace at an accelerated pace, church. Amen. The things and the, the prophetic words that have gone that you've heard. And that maybe you've lost hope in because they haven't been established. God says it's time. There's prayers that you have prayed that you forget, but God's saying, I haven't forgotten them. I remember every prayer that you've prayed. And I'm going to bring the redemptive, the redemptive part of your life um, from the past into your now. Amen. And I'm going to work it with your now. Amen. Uh, you, you're going to see the prayers that you prayed back then come to pass now. You're going to see the prayers that you're praying now come to pass. And you're going <laughs> to, whoa, you're going to experience the prayers that you're going to pray in the future come to pass now because we have entered into the culmination of the times, the coming together of the times. Amen. Someone says, how do, how do I get the answer to my prayers? that I'm going to pray in the future. God says, I've heard them all. I live in the eternal realm. Amen? Because there's prayers that you want to pray that you think are exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything that you could hope or think of. But you know what? According to the power that's at work within you, he's going to establish the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there was a word that we came through prophetically many years ago up in, in uh, when we used to have, well, we used to have, we had a lot of fun up there. We had a lot of fun now too, don't we? <laughs> this is, yes, okay. But there was a song that we sang and I used to think, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. I mean, are you serious? But there was a song that we used to sing that was, are you ready for the manifestation of the Spirit? Are you ready? Get ready. Are you ready for the manifestation of the Spirit? Are you ready 
get ready. Does anyone remember that? Yeah. Hallelujah. Little did we know we were prophesying into our future. Amen. We were prophesying. We were declaring into our future a preparation for the manifestation of the Spirit. In Romans 8, 19, we see that all creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God because the, the, the sons of God are those that are going to bring a demonstration of the power of God. The people's faith would not depend on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God, that our faith would rest in the power of God. Amen? That that demonstration of the Word of God, not, not that what we know, but bring a demo, carry a demonstration. Amen? This is the hour. And this is why the, God's Word is so much on the words of our mouth that we would declare and decree His Word. Hallelujah. That He could bring it to pass. That we would lean into him like never before in this season ahead of us, church. That we would lean in, that we would hear the word of the Lord. That we would be led by his spirit into the plan and the purposes that he has for his church in this hour. I believe we've been divinely set up. Hallelujah. We are set up for the manifestation of the spirit. Amen. For God to bring to pass his purposes in and through us. I want to just finish here. Uh, the Lord spoke to me, as I said, some three years ago and said, you have entered into the culmination of the times. The culmination isn't just the conclusion. It is the climax of the story. The final crowning achievement. The end result of years of research building a foundation, life being a culmination of the past, an awareness of the present, an indication of the future beyond knowledge, the quality that gives a touch of divinity to matter, said Charles Lindbergh, the first solo pilot to fly non-stop across the Atlantic, a feat that was surely the culmination of his aviation career. I believe that we've entered into that place and that time and that season. Can I hear an amen? Hallelujah. For a time such as this. Why are we still here? For a time such as this. Glory to God. Glory to God. And this is scripture I want to read out. I'll ask you all to stand up, if you would. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the word that he quickened for today. It's Ezekiel 12, verses 21 to 28. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, what is this proverb that you have in the land of Israel, saying, The days drag on, and every vision comes to nothing and is not fulfilled. I know and I sense right here, right now, sometimes, each one of us, but there's people here today that have 
that have felt that and have been carrying that. That, what is that? The days are dragging on and every vision comes to nothing and is not fulfilled. He said, tell them, therefore, and that's what I felt him resting on for us today. He said, tell them, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will put an end to this proverb. Come on. Hey, someone say, that's me. He's putting an end to that proverb. And they shall use it no more as a proverb in Israel, but say to them, And I'm saying to you now, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. For there shall be no more false, empty and fruitless vision or flattering divination in the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I will speak and the word that I shall speak shall be performed. Come to pass. It shall no more be delayed or prolonged in your days. In your days, church. A rebellious house, I will speak the word and will perform it, says the Lord God. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, behold, they of the house of Israel shall say, The vision that Ezekiel sees is for many days to come, and he prophesies of the times that are far off. Therefore, I say to them, Thus says the Lord God, There shall none of my words be deferred any more, but the word which I have spoken shall be performed says the Lord God. Hallelujah. Give it up for Jesus. Just take a hold of it. Take a hold of those visions and those words. Amen. Because they were for a time such as this. Hallelujah. This is a now word. This is a now time. This is what you're alive for. Hallelujah. Amen. This is why you live. This is your purpose. This is your moment. Turn to someone and say, this is your moment. Hallelujah. This is your moment. Glory to God. This is your moment. Come on. Come on. You know, inside, just being a bit vulnerable here, I've been finding myself lately thinking and and, uh, not saying, praise God, but wow, you're 68. You know, like, and thinking about all the predecessor stuff and all the rest of it and You're raising up sons and daughters, you know. Well, come on, you're 68. And he said to me, Kim, I don't want you to think that anymore. I want you to say I am only 68. And I tell you, when he said that on the inside of me, something just went, woo! What? My own words brought alignment. Hallelujah. Brought apostolic relational alignment through my own mouth. You are only 68. And this is not going to be taken by one generation This is not going to be about one younger generation. It's not going to be about the youth. It's going to be about a family. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. A family carrying relational glory. Glory to God. I feel like shouting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. The foundation has been laid. And we're building. But do you know what? Not by might or by power, but by His Spirit. These times are going to take us in such a place of rest. Amen? 
because faith is a rest. When you finally surrender to the Word of the Lord, I'm just surrendering to that. That sounds like good news to me. As a matter of fact, I think I'll go with that. I'll go with that. It's a good word. Amen? I'm not about to retire. I'm about to be retire into prayer to refire. He said, Kim, it's time to retire. I said, retire? Okay, retire. No, retire into prayer so that you refire. Hallelujah. Amen. Holy, come on, Breta. Come on, Breta. No, she can Robert, 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 Robert. Robert. Just give me five. Give me five. Hey. Oremanto suri kanamba brite on of restum or a crinde elamroshundoli. Alefleta anorimba or a cruston in evente, restim of roto, orimanto cusholi kalamba dehente, threshold, 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 threshold. Orimasto orimanded ale cresten umbride ala crostono, umbride elamento. Everyone here in this place. In God's economy, you have just begun. You are perhaps 10% along your journey, no matter who you are. Look at the history of mankind. There is no difference. In the eternal state that you all live and move in, you have only just begun. You're just at the beginning, at the threshold of what you're called and purpose to do each and every one of you. You're just a child growing now to the state, to the place where you're beginning to move into things that you've been destined for, whether you call it 25 years or whether you call it many, 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 many decades. It's all relative and it's all compared to the eternity of God. You've all, all of us have only just begun. This is the beginning. It's just the beginning. So think of the freshness and the newness and the hope and the vision that's restored and renewed in each one of us in this place. The reality of God's eternity in us, living and moving. We live in two realms at the same time. Remember, Amen. Amen. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, give it up for the Lord. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Happy birthday, Liberty. Happy birthday. You are loved. Thank you for the journey. Thank you for doing the journey with us. You have loved him well and you have loved us well. Just put your hand on your heart. The Lord bless you. And watch, guard, and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon and lighten you. And be gracious, kind, merciful, and giving favour to you. The Lord lift up his approving countenance upon you. And give you peace, tranquility of heart and life continually. In Jesus' mighty name. Bless you guys. 
bless you guys. Try to pack so much into one morning. We need a lot longer to celebrate what God has done over the last 25 years. But we're going to be busy celebrating what he's doing now. You know, he said to me many, many years ago in that home group that Pastor Julie was talking about, I saw all these papers flying around. He said, Kim, there's a time coming where you're going to have no time to write down what I did yesterday because you will be too busy doing what I've called you to do today. In Jesus' name, get ready to be busy, church. Won't you turn and bless someone? We bless you and uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming today to celebrate with us and enjoy your lunch. Yeah. <laughs>